Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Well, you see, the synagogues of that day was the house where they met to worship. That would correspond to the church house today. If, if you just, uh, you know, pray in church and nowhere else, you're in trouble. If that's all your life, prayer life consists of, is just praying when you're in church. And I'm sure that there's some folks that just love to pray to be seen amen. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching on what Jesus taught about prayer. Later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message. You, you may open your Bibles again to Matthew, the sixth chapter. We left off here yesterday. Now, of course, on the subject of prayer, as any other subject, there'll have to be some lapping over, you know, and you, you approach the same truth from maybe a little different standpoint, but yet it's still the same truth. Praise God. And uh, after all, you're not going to say something new. Amen. You know, the word new is sort of overworked in the advertising world. You know, everything's new. Well, of course, it, uh, that particular product and that particular bottle or whatever it is new, I mean, the old one, you've just used it up whether it's deodorant or whether it's shaving lotion. But yet, right on the other hand, it's the same ingredient. From all probability, it may be improved some. And uh, some folks are always looking for something new from God. Well, he's still in the saving business. And everybody that gets saved is a new creature. Glory to God. He's still doing something new. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Yeah, but something he never did before. He's not going to do anything he never did before. Amen. Amen. Uh, hey man. Amen. Now we talk about a new wave coming in. Well, thank God for a new wave. But you ever go down on the ocean or down by the seashore and watch the waves come in? One just came in, another's coming in. That other's a new one, but it's the same water. The other wave may be a little bigger than the other one that came in. But you see, where folks get off is, they think something new is going to happen. So they get over in the twilight zone. <laughs> Amen. Well, there is a new wave coming. Glory to God. What does that new wave consist of? Everything the old one did too, and maybe a little more. The, the, the old wave may have not been but a three-foot wave. The new one coming in is five foot. Glory to God. But the reason there's a new one is because the old one's gone. And so there's a new wave coming. Thank God for the new wave. But you see, it's so easy to get off then, and you can go looking for something new, something new, something different, something that nobody else has got. And a lot of times, folks got it in mind, there's a certain amount of human ego here. You know, I can get something nobody else has got, and then they'll think I'm somebody. Don't shout me down now, because I'm preaching real good. I, I saw men in the voice of healing. When we were in the voice of healing, 70 or 80 or we ministers with with a, uh, a healing ministry. And I guess at one time, every person that had 
just uh, even an average degree of healing ministry. You know, I'm talking about out on the field. Uh, it was in the voice healing. Everybody was in it except Brother Oral Roberts. And some of those fellows, I'm thinking of one right now that was um, a, a great preacher. I'll tell you, I heard that man preach some masterpieces. Absolutely phenomenal. Under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Saw some of the greatest miracles that you've ever seen. But he's, he's tight, one of these that's always looking for something new. So he began to come up with this revelation and that revelation and the other revelation until I'll tell you, he just simply wound up on the spiritual junk heap. Well, revelation's all right as long as it's in line with the Word of God. Hallelujah. Can you say Amen. But when it gets out of line with the Word of God, well, then we're in trouble. Well, we'll charge anything for that. That's all free. Amen. You found the sixth chapter of Matthew. We propose to begin with just to go through these four Gospels and see what Jesus said on the subject of prayer. What did he say about prayer? And discuss his remarks. Now, We've already looked at Matthew 5, 44, and you can look at it again if you want to, if you weren't with us. If you don't know for sure what to pray for, well, here's one thing. The latter part of this verse said, pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Amen. So some of you need to get busy praying. Then in the sixth chapter of Matthew, Jesus said in the fifth verse, and when thou prayest, so he's talking about praying again. We looked at these verses. I'm just going to look at them briefly. Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. So we don't want to be like the hypocrites when it comes to praying. How, how are they? Well, Jesus went on saying, For they love to pray standing in the synagogues. Well, you see, the synagogues of that day was the house where they met to worship. That would correspond to the church house today. If, if you just, uh, you know, pray in church and nowhere else, you're in trouble. If that's all your life, prayer life consists of, is just praying when you're in church. And I'm sure that there's some folks that just love to pray to be seen of men. He says here about these folks that they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets. That they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. When thou shut thy door, pray to thy Father which seeth in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Now that doesn't mean you have to get in your clothes closet to pray. I'll reiterate that. But there is a thought here that we need to get. And that is that the majority of our praying should be between us and God. Secret. Amen. Now, thank God for prayer meetings. Don't misunderstand me at all. But you can't get by just on prayer meetings. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? But you can't get by just on that one, one day a week thing. It's sort of like eating. You know, you can't get by on one meal a week. You'll grow weak after a while. And if you're trying to get by in your prayer life with one, you know, with a prayer meeting, well, I said, what if we have prayer meeting every night? Prayer meeting, meeting with others to pray is good, but it can never take the place of that secret prayer. Amen? 
There'll always be something lacking about your prayer life and your spiritual life if you don't maintain that communion between your spirit and God on a personal basis. You see, uh, the meetings usually when we have prayer meetings are for a different purpose. Now, he went on to say also that when you pray, use not vain repetition, just saying the same thing over and over again as the heathens do, for they think that they'll be heard because of their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Then we went into what the so-called Lord's Prayer. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Now, uh, I want to reiterate, I said this before, and I want to comment a little bit more on it, that this prayer is a prayer that the Lord Jesus gave to the disciples to pray during that interim when the old covenant's going out and the new one's coming in. It is not the, the church at prayer. It is not New Testament norm praying. Now, I didn't say there isn't something we can't learn from it, because we can and we pointed out some very important facts yesterday. Uh, among other things, you'll notice that the name of Jesus is not mentioned in this prayer. Is it? I said, is it? You see, very often in church services, you, you see those who are not familiar with the New Testament as they should be, will say, you know, uh, in their praying a lot of time, even Lord as thou taught us to pray, and they'll then re we'll repeat this Lord's Prayer. But you see, uh, you, you don't pray anything in this prayer in the name of Jesus. Jesus gave this prayer to him there at the beginning of his ministry. And at the end of his ministry in John 16, he changed their way of praying. He said, hitherto you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Now, secondly, I want you to notice this. Forgive us our debts or our trespasses as we forgive our debtors or those that trespass against us, we do not forgive that way. I said we do not forgive that way in the church. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagin entitled, The Untapped Power of Praise. There is unlimited power waiting to be released on the inside of every believer, the power of praise. We can overcome the trials of life and win the victory every time by praising God with a heart full of love and gratitude. Next from Kenneth E. Hagin, the four CD set entitled, Ministering to the Lord. In the midst of troubles, we must worship and praise God for who He is and what His Word says. As we fellowship with the Father, our faith will grow and we will be set free from the power of circumstances. Both of these items are for the special price of $22.22. That's $17.73 off the retail price. 
call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're still enrolling for... Rhema Bible Training College. That's right. Uh, just go online and you can apply right now. Right today, you can yes. apply at rbtc.org. This is a Bible school that we have the two-year program, but we got the three- yes. and four-year program That's if you right. want it. We've got what they call the core curriculum, or mm-hmm. now they've changed the name of it, I think. Yes. Anyway, I... And then uh, that's for two years. And then the third year, you choose pastors, world missions, worship, student ministries, which is youth and children, helps, itinerant ministry. And now if you want to, you can just come and take two years of biblical studies. That's right. We have a lot of more mature people. I don't say old, but <laughs> no, older people. No. <laughs> but mature people that they just wanted to come. Some of them are already retired. Some of them they sent their kids to Rama and their kids are out ministering somewhere. And so they just go and they take the biblical studies, which is two years of just study Bible. of the Bible, That's study right. books of the Bible. So we got it all here. The RBTC is the best Bible school that you're going to find anywhere. I'll stack us up again against anybody, anywhere, any day. Can you believe, honey, we're starting our 46th year of Rainbow Bible Training College. Yeah, we've been here for 46 years. We've got the track record to prove it. That's right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his teaching, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.